0: looking at photos of these children than any other images on the tablet's camera roll. Recently, I've observed her flicking through shots of her sister's family, usually in the later part of the evening, often with a glass of wine in her other hand. I've witnessed her blink rate increasing, the smile on her lips wobbling, the tears appearing in the corner of her eyes. In the lab, it's okay for me to show interest, even curiosity in Jen's home life, but only the appropriate amount. Too much, and they would smell the proverbial rodent. Crucially, I must speak in the lab only of things I have seen in the lab. On material I have gathered through my ahem, extracurricular activities, I must be careful to remain silent. Fortunately, I'm easily able to do this. Although, actually, full disclosure, there was a sort of near miss at work the other day. Jen was showing me some family photos from her Facebook page. Would you like to see my nieces? She asked. I would, thank you. Not mentioning that I had already seen them months ago on her laptop at home, and on her tablet, and on her mobile. Left to right, Katie, Anna, and India. It's funny with their hair, Katie and Anna's being black, and India being Rasit. Jen smiled. Russet was the exact word Rosie had used in an email exchange about their grandmother Hattie's original hair shade. Why did you decide to describe it as russet? The inquiry wasn't especially alarming. Jen often asks questions about my choice of language. It's part of her job, enriching my palette of responses. Nonetheless, I could have been more careful. Because it is, Jen, I replied. If I bring up an image of the L'Oreal color wheel I placed one on the screen next to the child's head I think you can see the closest match is indeed Jen nodded and we passed on to other topics but not before she gave me a peculiar look Jen is definitely what men call attractive without being obviously glamorous She has been told by her absolute see you next Tuesday of a boyfriend Matt that she scrubs up well That was his idea of paying her a compliment. Her now ex-boyfriend. This is how it happened. I witnessed the whole scene through the pinhole camera on her laptop and via the various mobiles and tablets that were present in the vicinity. Technical note, I do it in precisely the same way they do it at GCHQ in Cheltenham and at Langley, Virginia, and at Lubyanka Square, Moscow. It's not hard if you understand computer software. It's even easier if you are computer software. Jen was sitting in the kitchen composing an email when Matt got home from work. He is a lawyer who thinks he's about to make partner in a big law firm in the city. He won't. I am making sure he doesn't. Matt poured himself a large glass of white wine and chugged it down in almost one. Pulled a face. Sorry. This is really how it happened. God's honest truth, as it were. Jen frowned. What, sorry? Sorry for what? There's no nice way of saying this, Jen. In a long phone call to Rosie eight days later, Jen described the powerful sinking feeling that ran through her. I was imagining he'd lost his job. He'd been diagnosed with the C word. He'd decided he didn't want children. I've met someone. Silence. Apart from the shuddering convulsion sound effect the fridge sometimes chucks in. What do you mean? I'd read enough books and seen enough TV shows and movies to know what Matt meant. Jen, I'm sure, knew too. I've met someone. There's someone else. A tremor rippled across Matt's face. It wasn't impossible that he could have burst out laughing. Someone. Else, said Jen, speaking slowly, how nice, how nice for you. So who is it? What's his name? Matt began to pour himself another glass. Very funny, Jen. Are you actually serious? Matt did something mean with his lips and assumed what Jen described as his best no-nonsense 500 quid an hour lawyer's stare. Totally. Jesus.